welcome to Capitalist Happy Irish with me, Anthony. And me, Darren. And thanks for joining us again if you've joined us in the past. If you haven't, go back and listen to our other podcasts. We've got some uh, great ones there, if I do say so myself. <laughs> what ones have we got, Anthony? Uh, we have one where we interview the Abrams, we interview Bronwyn, we interview Tim Jupp, Sarah, Mel, uh, Marty, Megan. We have many guests. And then there's just us. Just us. Yeah. Yeah. We've got ones like, you know, Unpopular Culture. Yeah. Mischief Manage. Xbox versus PlayStation featuring Brandon. Yeah. Slippers, yay or nay. Yeah. It's not just hymns. Yeah. I mean, these names, I think we should just get a pat on the back just for the names we come out with them all. They are. You wait. When we're big, when we're like big and famous, we'll get a T-shirt that has all the names on it. What do you mean Um, when? Well. We are. Give it a week. (laughs) We're broadcasting to the masses now. Uh, but if you haven't if you haven't listened to the others, head over to our website at www.castlessyouth.org.uk where you can find a link um, to them on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Google Play, as well as other things on our website, such as our YouTube channel. There's blogs, there's a forum, there's a Spotify playlist with the music we use on a Sunday. Although saying that, we don't join together on a Sunday anymore, so it's now what we both use on a Sunday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I need to add the ones I've been using. I haven't added the ones that I've used yet either. That is a reminder. Put it on yeah. the to-do list. Do it. And if you want to contact us, you can find all our social media on there, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as our email addresses, which are info, Anthony, or Darren at catalystchief.org.uk. Nice. That was good. good I feel intro. like we've, we, we can do that bit now with, like, you know, doing our sleep. Yeah, um, we we should like you know venture out and you know pay an impressionist or an impersonator just to you know like a Morgan Freeman intro. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we could if we thought about it to save on you some of your editing. Well, it wouldn't because you'd have to add it in each time. But we, it in, yeah. we could just record it and be done with it. But yeah, but we could anyway. just pay someone just to record this podcast for us. We could just <laughs> yeah. Just call yourselves Anthony and Darren and off you go. <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> oh, but um, we... How, how's life with you? Uh, why Why would you do that? So, um, currently, we are due to release this on the Friday, 2nd of July at 2pm. And we Just are today. recording... We are recording this on the Friday, the 2nd of July at 11.45. So it's Mainly because this week's just been a bit busy for both of us. This week has been busy, um, but mine took a slow turn when the (laughs) NHS app told me that I had to isolate for five days. Just like a dramatic pause then, I'm just leaving it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean it's, it's it's so annoying but you know what can we done got to follow it haven't we I think isn't it the law yeah if you don't follow it you know you get arrested and injected into space mm. interesting yeah. though they can't actually track you and tell if you're self-isolating did you know that no I looked it up on the NHS website Oh, so you, you have been thinking about breaking that rule then? No, I just wondered because <laughs> because like I had to drive back from work and things like that. I wondered what the limit was to how they knew where you were. And yeah, I looked it up and they were like, oh, 
Yeah, no, we can't track you. We can't tell if you're self-isolating. And the only way they can tell is if you check in somewhere else. I'm sorry, but who's going to be isolating and suddenly check in somewhere? Surely, think it through. Oh, do it and see what happens. <laughs> just print off like your church's um, QR code again and just, just take a picture while you're sat at home. And they keep looking fine. out the window and wait. I think I'd get fined. <laughs> but, so... But it's still something they need to follow, isn't it? And we're going to it do is. it because it says it says they can't track it and stuff. But who knows with? Yeah, and the thing is, you don't yeah. want to be, you know, on the front of your local, you know, the Haywards Heath Gazette or Journal, whatever they call it, over where your way. I don't even you, know. Youth worker arrested for not obeying uh, <laughs> COVID rules. I mean, it would make headlines, wouldn't it? Uh, but do you know what? I don't. I, I don't mind that. It came up. Like I'm not fussed about isolate for five days. My only issue is, is the time that it's come up. It was meant to be such a busy few days. Like I had so much planned, and it was just a case of everything had to stop. Um, which is the annoying thing. I mean, done a lateral flow every day this week. All of them negative. Like, yeah. But the thing is, yeah, I think you know. I, we, we spoke yesterday about it and we, we've got to get to a point where it ain't going to matter no more. We've yeah. got to get to the point where we just got to keep on going because yeah. we can't all isolate every time we come in contact with somebody. It's just. Well, I saw on, I saw on Twitter only yesterday. Uh, I don't follow them. It had been shared by people, but there was a doctor in London. I think it was, um, I, I don't know whether I could try and find it again, but he basically put up a tweet saying um, we need to get control of this NHS app. He said, because I can't keep losing doctors and nurses for 10 days in a row because we're now understaffed in the hospitals because it keeps popping up everywhere they go because of their job. And yeah. I know they're told, I know they're told to mute it now in hospitals because of that. Um, but I mean, it puts it into perspective, doesn't it? Of actually, when does it get to the point of going, okay, do you know what? There's going to be times where they do forget to mute it and then you're having to isolate because you can't ignore it. Yeah, I just think we're getting to a point now where um, we, we we should just get rid of it. <laughs> I'd agree. <laughs> I would agree. And it, and and the thing is, they, they said, haven't they, the government, um, Boris did in one of his little whatever conversations they've had he said from the 19th of july i think it's just a case now we're gonna to have to live with covid we can because we can't keep taking all this time off work or yeah. taking time off school because it is affecting everything especially school at the moment you know um well this is there are so many cases of in schools where they're just chucking out the entire year yeah and this is the frustrating thing of the the timing that mine's come through is i i was meant to be helping a, a local primary school thursday and friday this week because I'm not around next week. And then I was meant to continue helping them the week after. So it's cut out like two vital days. Um, I, I don't know. And I was, <laughs> do you know, do you know, I was meant to see Fast and Furious 9 last night and that is the bit I'm most frustrated about. <laughs> Forget work, it's Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> Mate, it's probably exactly the same as the eight seven six five four three two and 1, to be fair. You know? Yeah, but I mean... Maybe we, go get, fast. maybe we could go and see it. I'm furious. Uh, but based on my experience of Fast and Furious, I mean, I think I've only watched the first one. Oh, good. 
going to buy your tickets for your birthday, then you can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if anybody wants to buy some tickets for Fast and Furious, <laughs> they'll be available on eBay. <laughs> but one of the things I want to say about is that your app has told you only to isolate for five days. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently the way it works is they take into account they take into account the last point of contact with whoever it is that it's come from. We don't know. It doesn't tell you where it's from. It tells you the day but it doesn't tell you the time or anything like that. So we can't even work that out. So it tells you what your encounter date was, and then it calculates it from there, how many days it is. And if you look on the NHS website, it says that 10 days is what you'd have to isolate for. However, looking at the data that we've got, the encounter date would be Friday, last Friday, but we weren't told about it till yesterday. So they've taken off five days. So I don't know how the notification comes through. I don't know what happened with those five days. Do you reckon then you've probably just come in contact with somebody that's tested positive for COVID? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it does the um, exposure logging, doesn't it? So when, as you're walking around and, via and its this, Bluetooth, it's, it's, it's connected with somebody and somebody's come up as positive. Well, this is the thing. is It could be a case of that it's come up, you know, we could have been in the same... We could, I mean, we were on a train on Friday, so it could have been we were in the, in the same train, you know, couldn't even have been near them. You just have to be with them for like 10 minutes or something. Um, it could be you could have been sat in traffic if it was like chock-a-block traffic sat next to them. It now reaches through cars, which is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, you're in a traffic jam and that's how you got exposed. But this is the bit that bugs me is it's like we're in our own cars. How is that? Yeah. Uh, so, so that's the thing. I mean, we've got we've got no worries of it being anyone we we know or anything like that because one, we would have been told that they tested positive for coronavirus, hopefully, um, and two, you know, it, it's one of those things that it's popped up for five days and it's like, okay, well, that means technically the exposure has been five days. Surely we would have seen symptoms by now, and so, so at least you know, get some extra time off work. Well, just just before your holiday. I mean, how, you, how convenient. You say time off before work, off work, but I've been working from home for like 15 months and I can continue doing it for two days. Yeah, I, I can tell I've been working from home for 15 months too. Um, and I've got the carpool tunnel to prove it. <laughs> but, but yes, but we're going on holiday on Monday and we're still allowed to do that. So that is what matters that is the positive out of the negative exactly it would have been infuriating if we couldn't do that so where are you off to on holiday can people come and visit while you're on holiday <laughs> can they come and visit <laughs> so all, all i get you can go and uh, visit anthony whilst he's on his holiday get your autograph signed and uh, um, get your, your selfies done with him he's happy to do selfies with you if you walk up to him I mean, that would probably make his day. If you walked up and said, oh, are you Anthony? And yeah. I listen to your podcast, Anthony will be texting me nonstop going, you'll never guess what just happened to me. I, I would, uh, but my only condition is don't come too close to me if you've got the NHS app and you've <laughs> tested positive for COVID recently. <laughs> oh, please so, go on holiday. Um, and, you know, come and visit me at the same, you know. Park. I was going to say, well, we're excited for the fact that we're going to Lyme Regis, uh, well, near Lyme Regis, but we'll spend most of the time in Lyme Regis. He says Lyme Regis, it's Axminster. I mean, those yeah. of you that know Somerset. <laughs> but it's, like, it's four miles is out. Is Axminster Somerset or is that Dorset? Dorset. Oh, 
I thought it was class of Somerset. Oh, maybe it is. I know that it says Dorset and where we're staying, but but it's four miles out. So like what, 15 minute drive. So we'll spend a lot of time in Lyme Regis. Um, but we're excited about that because, you know, it's nice to have a week away and, and, and things. Oh, I mean, that's Mr. Class as Devon. So, is it? <laughs> yeah. So you, you can go to Devon and then pop into Lyme for Dorset and then come over to here to Somerset. You've done three counties. Well, yeah. And then, and then yeah, the, the, the weekend at the end, we're, we're going to see Darren for his birthday, which is, is exciting. Yeah. Bring your rain Mac. Yeah. And we're going to get Ty. We are. It's all booked in, depending on weather, because I think they're still doing stuff outside and we've got our table. Because I don't think they can social distance inside, apparently. Is it not sheltered? I thought they had like a... I think it's just like a shelter thing with no roof, but it's just got plants growing over it. All right. We'll see what um, happens then. Yeah. So the, the booking, you know... No, either way, different. we'll get tired. We'll just get a takeaway. Yeah, we'll just sit in the car. It's fine. Yeah, it's not a problem. I mean, I'll, I'll probably have some plastic forks left over from uh, the party. So, you know, we can just take the fork, a knife and forks with us and we'll just eat in the car. Um, but with that being said, we are obviously coming up fast to Darren's birthday. And you might remember, I don't know how many podcasts ago it was now, but Darren wanted you to send things through that he could do throughout the next year um Mm -hmm. almost as a bucket list style 40 things to do um before we've had had a few ideas come through but send more yeah i mean i was just looking at one that was sent i think megan sent this to us or to me um it was actually episode 22 wow back there you go um so 40 challenges. So my challenge is, is to eat an Indian or and Chinese side bits for breakfast. So um yeah, so that's one of the things I'm going to do. Perhaps I mean I just keep some of the Thai ready for. I mean, could we do that Sunday? I mean we could. I mean, one of the things I um did not notice, um, Megan, if you still listen to our podcast, is um you put PS you don't look a day over 80. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, but can we appreciate the fact that that was podcast 22, which means we are almost doubled that now? What are we on today? Let me look at my list. We are on 43. So, yeah, next week. Next week it'll be doubled. But that shows you how quick the time has gone, that we were talking about your birthday then and and we're here. I know. It is absolutely crazy. So, um, yeah, if you want to send me a challenge or you can think of a challenge um, for my 40th year on this planet, you can send it to the email address, as Anthony said at the beginning, and we'll give you a reminder at the end of what those email addresses are. Yeah. But today, we mm. have got a um, subject that's been given to us. It was, I think it was my wife, Sarah, that decided. It was. To um, so, I mean, if you look heard her last, um, or heard, heard, there you go, there's Somerset. If you heard her last um, topic, topic, and that was alligators, because we had a thing of, oh, we can we can do a podcast on anything, and we actually got a little bit stumped with the alligators. And we still, uh, I mean, we did twenty minutes on alligators. That's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's amazing what Google can do. Um, I mean, I mean, <laughs> the only the only bit we were completely positive about was that we wanted to call the podcast "See You Later Alligator." <laughs> yeah. But today she's given us another topic, and that topic is pets. Pets. So we're talking about our childhood pets and I presume pets that we'd like to have. 
maybe yeah. in the future. Possibly. And I also have a I also have a question to throw in the mix regarding pets. Okay. Do you want to throw it in now or do you want to throw it in later on in the mix? No, let's throw it in. I want to throw it in near the end because I want to talk about pets first and then. Okay, okay. So I think first off then is we have a look at what um, pets we had when we were younger growing up. Um, so do, do you want to kick off? I mean, I can. I, I can make this very easy in the fact that we've always had cats. Uh, I don't remember a time in my life where there wasn't a cat we always sort of overlapped we'd have one have another one and then it would go on like that i think we probably had a week where we didn't have a cat once because uh our, our cat died and then it was that moment of okay look maybe now's the time let's not get another pet like there's a lot of change going on uh, a week <laughs> well and then um sydney the cat we have now we we found he was actually i think we brought him off somewhere on facebook or something like that um hang on you bought a cat off facebook yeah you know like what was it on the marketplace <laughs> something like that okay i i sort of definitely saw it online it might not have been facebook but we definitely found him online but it popped up um and he looks the spitting image of the cat we had before so we were like Ah, it's just this game. <laughs> so it lasted a week that we were like, "Yeah, we're not going to have another pet." And then, nice. I mean, I've, I mean, I've grown up having pets. Um, we we've had a few in a in my lifetime. Obviously, you know, forty years is a long time. Nearly half a decade. I'll chuck that in before Anthony does. Yeah, and I mean, um, mate, honestly, I'm I was excited to do this podcast because I'm excited to hear how many have gone extinct in that time. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. Uh, we're not going to go any further. I honestly thought you were about to take the headphones off <laughs> and, and walk out the room. Goodbye. Away. I mean, I just, I know, I just, you know, people are going to be shouting at me now because I just said nearly a decade and a decade's 10 years. So um, that was really good. <laughs> so um, nearly is, is it half a century. Yeah, because century is 100, isn't it? Yeah, half a century. So um, four decades old. I uh, love that none of us picked up on that. No, it just literally, as I, after I said it, I was like, hang on a minute, a decade, 10 years. So so Darren in his long 10 years has, in my long has 10 years. many, many, many pets. pets. I mean, well, we, we started off, I mean, when I was a baby, um, many years ago, back when there was, um, you could, most people had black and white TVs. <laughs> I'm going to just insult myself so Anthony can't do it. I'm not kidding. Um, I, made, I made the extinction joke. I'm done now. <laughs> okay, thanks. Oh, dear. I mean, can, can we just, uh, before we go on, um, I've been catching up with the TV show Lucifer. Oh, yeah. And um, I thought, because you, you said, oh, you got to watch it because the references to the Bible and the jokes that they do is absolutely brilliant. And yeah. I remember listening to, watching whichever episode it was, and they talked about the um, dinosaurs. Yeah. And how you know, we know how you uh, mucked up the dinosaurs or something because you weren't paying attention or something like that. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, it? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, back back to uh, when I was younger. We, we had a dog um, and it was a... I can't remember what kind of dog it was, um, but the name was Cassidy. And um, my mum had her before we, before I was born. And then 
Um, sadly, when we moved into the new house from the flat we used to live in, when after I was born and when my sister was born, um, it got poorly or it ran away and got knocked down by a car or something. Something happened to it. It didn't die wow. of like natural causes, as it were. Yeah. Um, so that was the last dog we had. Mum and dad got divorced. And um, dad, I think, must have been the dog lover because my dad then had another dog. Right. Jasmine, who was a um, long-haired German shepherd. Okay. Beautiful dog. She was... The, I've got to, if I can ever find a dog with the same temperament as Jasmine, you yeah. know, I'd be absolutely happy. Nice. Um, so we grew up with dogs. And then dad had an Alsatian after that, um, which was Max. And he was just we just called him Mad Max. He used to spend his time in the garden just chasing his tail. Completely loopy. Um, but I think he was a rescue dog, if I remember rightly. Grow, um, but growing up in home, at home, not in a home, uh, at home, because um, uh, mum had full custody, um, I grew up, we had mostly cats. We had two cats, I remember, growing up. Okay. One called Thomas, and I can't remember what the other one was called. The other one was older. And I remember Thomas used to sleep under the covers down by my feet in right. bed. I remember that if I moved my feet, he used to think, oh, that's, it's playtime and would attack your feet. And if you've ever felt a cat claw go into your toe, I mean, yeah. if you've bashed your toe on a corner of a bed, imagine that, but something piercing it. Yeah. It was horrendous. But he was a lovely cat, um, sadly passed away, as most animals do when they get to a certain age. Yeah. <laughs> happy times, happy times. <laughs> well, this took um, bad. But then I... Um, my own personal pet that I had just for me, um, I wanted a rabbit when I was in primary school. And, he, you know, I'm waiting for Auntie to laugh in a minute when I tell you the name. And um, we called it Floppy. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I tried to hold it in. And it was a, I mean, there must be breeds of rabbits. I'm sure there are. Yeah, yeah there's got to be. It, but all I can say, it was a black one. <laughs> That's it. It was just a black rabbit called Floppy. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you right? Yeah, continue. Um, so, yeah, uh, so we had that, I think. And then we had fish. Yeah. So we had quite a few pets of in. We, we had that. fish. Um, I, think, I think the whole country went for a phase of, oh, let's all get tropical fish. <laughs> and then it went, actually, how the heck do you look after tropical fish? It's a lot harder than you think. Yeah. Cold water, you can, that's easy, you know. Yeah. You just need a decent filter and a small tank. But tropical fish, blimey. Mm. Got to get the temperature right, pH balance, that's all to be right. And it's just, like, horrendously hard. Um, and then, you know, I've always wanted to get a saltwater tank. But if you can imagine how difficult it is with tropical salt water is just being put near on yeah. impossible um yeah i get that but yeah we had um the ones i really liked in our fish tank were silver sharks oh nice and they're a little tiny they only grow to about that big which i would mm. say is probably about 20 centimeters long yeah um and they were lovely and they looked just like sharks um okay. and I, I i quite like sharks you know i'd love to go shark diving um nice one day yeah when i'm, I'm older just... well maybe that could be one of your uh things to do yeah, well, yeah. If we ever can leave the country again, um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah so, we can't do it in the UK so easily. I mean, we we have got sharks in the UK, but they're pretty boring. They're not your common, mm. decent-looking, you know, terrifying sharks. Um, I mean, so we had that. Trying to think, what else we had? I mean, I you my, seem sis to... my sister might have had a hamster, maybe when she was younger. 
Yeah, you seem to have loads, have had loads of pets. Yeah, and I think pets has, you know, has played a big part in our lives. Um, yeah, when well, I mean, you've got a dog now, now, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, now um, we we started off when I, me and Sarah got together. We got a a um, cat, um, but sadly we had to give the cat away to Sarah's mum because he was just way too evil to keep in the house with a baby. So we thought, do you know what? Let's give it to Sarah. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I'm sure it had the spawn of Satan inside of it. It was proper evil. And you ask Sarah, she will tell you how evil that cat was. I think I have heard a lot about this cat, actually. Um, To the point where it's that evil that Sarah had to go to A&E once to um, hand go on antibiotics because the cat bit her in her arm on her hand that she latched on between her thumb and her finger. And um, cat bites are quite bad because they have pores in their teeth that yeah. bacteria is in is to help kill animals in the wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's quite dangerous to humans, cat wow. yeah, and cat scratches actually. Um, so yeah, so it was an evil, evil cat. Um, but then we've got Henry, our dog, which we would not change for the world. He's absolutely lovely. Um, you knock on our door, he sounds like he's a, an Alsatian. Walk in and he just licks you to death. So if you want to burgle my house, don't, don't worry about the dog. Just come on in. <laughs> Because um, we always said he, he'll never attack anybody, no. but he is getting grumpy now. He's getting older, um, so we've got him. Um, Brendan's got a load of fish. Well, no, I say load about three fish, some shrimp, and a snail in a tank in his bedroom. <laughs> I do remember him getting them actually. Um, and we've had a hamster before, me and Sarah. Well, I say Sarah, and at the moment we've got uh, two guinea pigs. Nice, um, Corina and Martha who are in our dining area, um, which is the same room that Anthony will be sleeping in next weekend. (laughs) On his bed that we bought the sofa bed just for Anthony and Georgia. Thank you. And they've got their own quilt and pillows and everything here when they come. I'll tell you, we we spoil them. Indeed. Spoil them. Beautiful. Um, And then I also had um, a Berber skink, uh, which is a lizard. Oh, yeah. um, For a while, but sadly um, it had a stroke and died. Um, we had that for a while and then we had um, two bearded dragons and oh, yeah, then, that's what I remember the bearded and then dragon, sadly not. one of the bearded dragons died and the other one um, was I think it was a bit lonely um, but when we moved to this house we realised that actually we hadn't got the room for it and I was thinking oh what do we do and we, we was going to come up in the office here but then my sister said oh she'd quite like to have the bearded dragon so we're like well if you want you can have mine and you can have everything that goes with it so she literally got the bearded dragon and the tank and all the equipment and everything for it. It's so so strange though, because you've been in that house, what, two years? Two years, just gone. Two years this weekend, I think. I didn't two eat... years last weekend. And this is the first time I've realised we'll be that the bearded the dragon didn't come with you. No, my sister had him. So oh. he's living there now. But the funny story about the bearded dragon is that I wanted to get a bearded dragon um after my berber skink died i was like right because we kept the berber skink in a fish tank obviously not filled with water before anybody thinks ah um because it just works exactly the same as a vivarium really yeah. you know um it had all the right lighting and everything um and the berber skinks are boring so if you're thinking of getting a lizard probably don't go for a berber skink because they burrow <laughs> on sand and you don't see them yeah and you're gonna stick your finger in there move your finger around trying to figure out where it is, um, but um, it, ever so friendly. It kind of looked like a bit like a snake. It had a, like a scaly um, right. body. Um, 
But yeah, so after he died, I wanted to get some bearded dragons. So I went online to eBay. Sarah was like, yep, get, you can go for it. And I found this vivarium. Yeah. I thought, wow. I think it was £200. It was a good price. It was a proper wooden vivarium, covered underneath a couple of shelves, vivarium on the top, the whole shebang. Brilliant. It was um, from a local person in Taunton and Bishops. I don't think it was Bishops. Somewhere in one of the villages in Taunton. I thought, great. Bought it on eBay, drove down to pick it up, knocked on the door and went, I've um, come for the vivarium. He went, yeah, come on in. Showed me the vivarium. And he went, yeah, here it is. And um, um, and here's the two bearded dragons. What? <laughs> he went, here's the two bearded dragons. I'm thinking, hang on a minute. I went back on the listing. Nowhere on that listing did it state that the vivarium came with two bearded dragons. That's amazing. So I ended up buying a vivarium, two bearded dragons, and bringing them home. And was on the phone to Sarah, driving home, going, um, you never guess what. You know, because we wanted to get baby bearded dragons so we yeah. could properly handle them so they are nice and friendly. Well, came home with two adult bearded dragons. Wow. Crazy. But one pet I do want to get, and I've been thinking about it loads, and... I don't know when I'll get it in my lifetime, but I will, is that I'd like to get a snake. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I love snakes. I mean, you know, the same as, yeah. you know, a, a lizard, really. Same kind, same family. You just like the reptiles. I do, I do. I think there's something about them that they, they can be so friendly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so easy to... Sometimes easy to keep. I mean, you got to obviously. There's a lot to do when you take care of them. Yeah, but they're not as demanding as many other animals, and they can also give you so much enjoyment. My um, cousin's um, son had a birthday party, which I was going to try and get them for my birthday party. But he had a reptile zoo come in, and I was going to get a reptile zoo to come to be at my fortieth. Oh, you should have. Sadly, because of COVID, we can't. Oh. There were so many plans I was going to get sorted. I wanted a yeah. live band as well um, yeah. in the garden. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I went there and um, was talking to the guy about it and they actually supply snakes as well. Um, and yeah, just absolutely loved it. I was in my element this nice. Sunday afternoon at this birthday party. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I don't know which snake to go for. I was looking, I, I think, yeah, something like a python. Basilisk. Uh, I've watched Harry Potter, and I don't think it's very <laughs> friendly. <laughs> no, that's really cool, though. I mean, you, you've obviously been through loads of pets. So I've, as I say, we, we've had cats growing up the whole time. We had fish. Um, that's it, really. I mean, my brother had a hamster, but I was really young for that. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, I was just looking on the um, online, and I was just wondering what the nation's favourite pet is. It's got to be a dog, hasn't you it? Reckon, you reckon it's a dog? I can tell you, it pretty much is. Yeah. Um, most of the country will get a dog. But I was just looking at this on... Um, who is it? What did I say it was? Oh, Pet Plan, the insurance company. Um, for all your pet essential needs, they're not sponsoring. <laughs> <laughs> but if Pet Plan, if you want a sponsor... <laughs> Even just this one. Just give us a call. Um, but they did a survey back in 2018 to look at different areas of the country and what their number one pets are. 
Really? So um, I think it'd be really cool if we just go for a few areas. Let's do our areas first. I was going to say, find us. And then um, we'll see. So um, we'll, we'll start with your, your area. So in the southeast, what do you reckon is um, top of the list? I reckon in the southeast. <laughs> I reckon that would be cats. Okay. It's actually dogs. Is it? 62% of those asked in the southeast had dogs. Wow. Okay. Okay. Closely followed by cats at 51%. Yeah. And then we, I mean, if you do the math, this goes over 100%. So I don't know what's going on here. Um, 10% were fish. 3% uh, equestrian, so horses and that. And 3% reptiles. Okay. Southwest. Right, hang on. Southwest, I'm, I'm stuck. Because I, I was going to say dogs, but then you brought in equestrian. Surely that's quite high up in the southwest. So I'm going to go dogs top one, but I think equestrians could be quite high up there. Um, it actually works out. Seventy percent is dogs. Yeah. Forty-four percent is cats. Ten percent fish. Three percent equestrian. Three percent reptiles. Oh wow! I thought it'd be higher in the southwest for horses and stuff. Um, looking around the country. Um, all of them are dogs apart from London. Cats. Which is cats, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, say, probably down to the fact there's not many walking places for say, dogs it, within London. It'll be it'll be a lot of a lot of house cats. Um mm. yeah. But London also comes up as um four four so they're going one, two, three, four. So they, they do the five different type of pets. Um so 61% cats, 50 dogs. 4% birds, 2% rabbits, yeah, and 1% horse. I mean, there's somebody in London that's got a horse in their back garden. Just that one person. <laughs> Just that one. Um, and then looking at East Midlands, I mean, they, they've got like um, guinea pig hamsters on their list. Yeah. At 3%. I'm just looking to see Northern Ireland. I mean, they've got lizards, birds, rabbits, fish, cats, and dogs. That's in reverse order. Um, yeah, and what? And yeah, which is quite. I mean, I thought there would be more horses about. Yeah, but not yeah. so much. Maybe, maybe it's just the percentage of it is makes it seem lower than it is. Yeah, I so. mean, it's. I mean, I mean, pets. I think, especially in this country. Um, in comparison to others, yeah. I think it's quite. We 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 are a nation of pet lovers, aren't we? Um, I think you know yeah. we, especially when, you know, <laughs> I was watching a uh, Gordon Ramsay um, TV show that's on one of the um, streaming sites. I love Gordon Ramsay, and he was in a country where they ate guinea pigs. And I was watching that, thinking, hmm, I got two guinea pigs in the kitchen. <laughs> they're literally they they're, they're wild. That's one of the things in my head that's really crazy. Is it's a wild. Think, hang on, this this is a wild animal. Well, okay, this is. A bit, I want to ask my question now, then, because it sort of leads on to it. Is imagining there was like no no restrictions to it, like they could act as a pet. You know, you could train them. What if you could have any animal as a pet? In in the world, what would what would you pick? Shark. Shark. 
I'd do have it. If, if I had them, obviously, the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're, and we're talking like, you know, anyone listening that's going, you can't keep them as pets. So, like, we're Tune not doing in, it. Uh, Darren's challenge, 40 year <laughs> challenge is. Uh, Get an aquarium in your garden and get a shark. Um, no, I, I would go for a shark. I mean, they are beautiful animals and they are so misunderstood as well. Mm-hmm. People think that they're just aggressive and will kill them. Or, um, I mean, they're only aggressive if they think you're food. Yeah. And the likelihood is that you, you're not really food. They're not really after you. Um, and the thing is, you, you, you tease them. You know, when you watch these videos, you see them chucking fish into the water, chucking blood into the water and feeding them. And, you know... With any pet, they have association. Yeah. Our dog knows that when it's feeding time, he gets his bowl of food and he gets his um, chew, um, teeth chew thing to make to try and help his teeth. He knows. He sits there waiting for his chew because he always eats his chew first. So he associates that with his chew. Mm. The same with the guinea pigs. If they hear a rustle of a bag, because obviously they eat salad and hay, if you rustle a bag in the kitchen, if you're making tea of an evening or dinner, depending on which part of the country you live in, they start chirping away or squeaking away even because they associate that noise with being fed. Yeah. And it's the same with sharks, I think, that when you are, you know, associate, you know, going there to feed them and jump in the water with them, they're associating that with food. Yeah. Um, you know, and I do know this, you know, when we say, well, but there's, you know, you see shark attacks for surfers, very, very rare. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's you, not... I mean, I mean, the highest one I think is like Australia and Hawaii. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the statistics, it's quite low. And the thing is, you've got to think actually, is that shark really, really hungry? And with you paddling your feet in, does your yeah. feet look like a fish? Most probably. Wow. But they are so. They are, I just think they're they're amazing animals. And I, I mean, usually, usually when I chuck a question into the mix, you're like, oh, hang on, let me, oh, give me, give me a minute to think about it. That one. You thought about that before. <laughs> definitely. It is my, you know, my on my bucket list, I definitely want to go to, for a shark dive. Wow. I mean, years ago, I, I kind of wanted to go for um, shark fishing. Yeah. But actually, I think, you know, we shouldn't be fishing them. There's no there's no need for it. No. You know, I know, um, I think it's within the ch- Chinese tradition, there's, you know, shark fins are, you know, part of diet and stuff that they use it for. But I think actually, no, I think, just to just to see them wild wow. would be absolutely amazing, and also the holiday to go and see them wild because it means I have to go somewhere like Australia or yeah, or, you know, a nice hot country. But that is on my bucket list to do one day. Um, and if I could have it, yeah, aquarium in the back garden with a humongous shark in, like a Bond villain. Yes. <laughs> I no, Mister Bond, I expect <laughs> you to die. <laughs> I think a lion. Oh, that do you know. What? There is a. Have you watched? Um, oh, what's the program called? You're gonna say Tiger Sleep, King? No, Sleepover with Stacey Dooley. I haven't. Georgia has, so I there's, saw bits of it. There is a tiger one. Yeah. So he keeps tigers in his back garden. I saw that. I did see. Yeah, I saw bits of that one. But yeah, um, I I pick a line. I just think they're cool animals. But I mean, it's just a big cat. That's all it and, is. I mean, I mean, let's keep up the tradition of. Um, Picking on my mum join our podcast. So here's a story for everyone. Are we sit comfortably, comfortably, put your feet up and (laughs) enjoy story time with Anthony? I used to, I still do. I think they're great animals, but I used to love lions. Like I was obsessed with Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, uh, things like that. 
And I remember I must have been about, well, I would have been about eight because it was when we moved to Somerset originally. And mum said, right, for your bedroom, for anyone that knows my mum, she's very crafty. She does knitting, she does sewing, things like that. But she was going to make a, a rug. And she found a really nice pattern and it was a lion one. Okay. Uh, so she started it when I was eight. We did some decorating last week. We found the rug half finished. I'm now 26 and I've still not got this blooming lion rug. <laughs> she is um, perfecting um, the rug. <laughs> she went, ran out of wool. So Love back it. back in the day, there was a the oh I remember that actually the national wool shortage. <laughs> the great wool shortage. Nineteen ninety eight. it would have been two thousand three, mate. Right? I was close. Close. But yeah, so I still don't have that rug, um, and yeah, I thought that's now's a good time to talk about that and bring it up. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you're listening, go on with it. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, hang on. Does she work in a shop that sells wool? <laughs> no, she doesn't. Oh, no, she doesn't. I imagine oh. they probably got wool there. I mean, she's got loads of wool, but it's the type she needed or something. But I can't remember what the what the way she made it was. It's one of those ones you pull it through, and I don't like, know, like a crochet kind of. I don't know. Mm. Either way, it's not finished. Mm. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, who, else can we, who else can we insult <laughs> before we finish for today? <laughs> mm. um, I mean, if you're listening to this and um, you've had any unusual animals uh, mm. as pets, let us know. It'd be quite interesting to hear. Mm. And I also, uh, answer the question um, Anthony had of um, what if you could have any pet and it was legal and you didn't have, you know, you had somebody come in to feed it and all that malarkey, look after it properly. What animal would you keep? Mm. Who would, you know, in your back garden? I met I met one of the children uh, that I'd met through school's work. And I'm sure they said they had a lynx. Or a, a, a lynx? That's a big cat, isn't it? Yeah. What's That's another big cat that sounds like that? That's a wild cat. <laughs> Ignore me. They didn't. They're the sphinx. <laughs> so a little cat. Little cat, but the ones without the... Without the yeah. Oh, mm, they are yeah. right. Yeah, um, I mean, I'd I'd love to get fish again, but I've seen fish that I really want, and they're like pitch black. So cool. I had actually going back a number of years when it was all the fish was all the rage, and everybody was getting fish. I did have two Japanese fighting fish. Nice. They were proper beautiful fish. Did they fight. Um. Now this is the thing, they didn't because they I were two separate tanks. Next I would have sent them back. But that. <laughs> If you put them in, they would fight to the death and one of them would die. But I saw a um, TV programme not so long ago from now that was actually talking about the Japanese fighting fish and how cruel it was to keep them because you're stressing them out being next to each other. And I thought, I felt so guilty after watching that programme because I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But actually, that is because they're literally, because um, if you put two together, their colours come out more, yeah. trying to be more dominant against each other. Um, amazing looking fish. But yeah, I um, so I apologise to all those um, animal activists that listen to our podcast. Um, you know, I did not realise that that's what I was doing. I mean, they were good, nice looking fish, though. 
Um, wow. But yeah, they're stressing each other out to, um, yeah, because they were next to each other and they're not obviously not meant to be. Um, but yeah, that was dark times for some pets, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that, I mean, like um, that Stacey Dooley show, um, she goes to a guy who keeps lions um, in his back garden. I mean, he's got a massive back garden and he's an equestrian millionaire guy, so he can afford it. But um, yeah, it was easier than you think to get a lion. All you need to do is have a license. And a garden. And a massive garden <laughs> to um, keep him in. Um but then, you know, you get onto that topic of, you know, is it right to keep wild animals? Um, and we're not, like, getting, we're not getting onto that topic because yeah. that is a whole new... That is debate. a slippery slope <laughs> into um, <laughs> darkness. I, I think, you know, when it comes to conservation, I think it's okay. But as a wild pet, nah, there's no need. No. I mean, I can understand where he was coming from, though, in that show, is that they... they the lions that he had came from, they were hand-reared before anyway. Right. Like, in theory, they couldn't go back in the wild because they didn't have that wild instinct kind of thing. Yeah. Could they be taught that? Maybe, I'm not sure. I'm not... Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs. Um, but no, I think, you know, wild pets stay in the wild. You know, if they can't go back in the wild, you know, buy a massive, you know... Wildlife area. Yeah, like I got in my garden at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and put them, yeah. There's ways. I mean, you've got, um, like in Africa, they've got the um, national parks, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Nature reserves in order to keep animals that can't go in the wild, wild yeah. um, there. Um, but yeah, we need to take care of our animals in the wild. So good work for the WWF. Are they still called that? Yeah, because yeah. the the rest of the world, world Wrestling Federation had to change. I was going to say, I always get confused. Are they still that name? Um, but yeah, so um, I think that's it for us today. I think we've spoken th- enough about pets. I think it is. Um, it's been a good conversation. Thanks for the topic, Sarah. And please send us more topics, anyone. Yeah, tune in next week. Uh, we're, we're doing another book review next week, aren't we? We're doing a what? A book review. Well, maybe. Maybe. So we we tune in next week. We are either doing a book review or we may have a guest. We are just waiting to hear back on confirming that. Yeah. Uh, In fact, no, scrap that. Next week we won't have a guest because I don't really know where I'm going to be recording from. So we want to do that when. So the week Um, after, we're hoping to have a guest. Next week, tune in and just hear what we chat about. Yeah, are we, are we actually going to do one next week if you're away? Yeah, I can take the stuff with me. It'll just be a short one. Okay. Yeah, join us next week then. So, um, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Um, don't forget, you can head over to our website at www.catalystyouth.org.uk. You can find all our social media on there and everything we talked about at the very beginning. Also, um, you can find our email addresses as well to contact us with um, what pet you'd have in your garden. Um, challenge Darren for his 40th year. And what was the other thing I said? Answer the question I asked. And answer the question that he asked. And, and, oh, and speaking of challenges, send us challenges for youth camp. Oh, yes. Don't forget, youth camp is coming. It is um, T minus 24 days. Yes, yeah, coming quick. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, I think we need to do a bit more planning on that. Yeah, I started this morning. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a reminder <laughs> for us to do more planning. Um, yeah, we will be live on Facebook, YouTube, 
Instagram, and Zoom. If you want to get involved, get in touch. Um, if not, we will see you live online where you can join in via the chat functions. It is great to have you with us this week. Don't forget we're here every Friday, hopefully, at 2 p.m., where you can listen to our podcast. If you've not listened to any others, head back now and listen to them. Anything else do I say? I mean, just to add on to the camp bit, it's the 26th to the 29th of July. I mean, people did the maths. You know, they won't do the maths. T minus 24, 26. You know, two just call it. Just call it. 26th of July, guys. Join us. <laughs> You, you, you'll see on our Instagram there'll be loads of things popping up oh it, it will be advertised definitely um, so again thank you for joining us we'll see you again next week same time same place it's goodbye from him and it's goodbye from him we'll see you soon cheers cheers